I'm vengeance. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 122 of the Super Civil Servants Podcast. My name is Greg, the Bat Daddy 52, and sorry we started a minute or two late. We fell into a lightsaber hole. Just <laughs> crawled our way out. <laughs> We're ready to do the show now. We should have saved the lightsaber hole talk for the show. We can talk about it if we want to. But anyway, <laughs> back this week, uh, talking about the regular shows. Got my homies with me. Ross, what's up, buddy? I am really interested in this lightsaber hole. <laughs> Sounds. Yeah. Put those two words together. Yeah, it, it's uh, kind of like Google search. Like you, you find two really fun words and put them together to see what Google search does. That's two words I could put together and have a fun time with. Lightsaber hole. <laughs> Sarah, what's up? I, uh, <laughs> missed you guys last week. so. <laughs> but we have Always lots to talk about because there's been some really fun stuff going on. We do. We do. Um, you know, actually, before we get started on the shows, uh, we did me and Ross last week did a little thing that I think we could have as a little segment. It's kind of fun. It's called what are, what we're watching now. Um, and you didn't get to partake in that, Sarah. So me and Ross mm. unloaded on a whole lot of stuff that we've been watching. I haven't been watching a whole lot of new stuff as the week's going, so there's not really a lot for me to add. But Sarah, what are you watching now? Oh, my gosh. It's like in the um, last week or two. What's been on your television? Cobra Kai. Okay. Ooh, we have been the hell out of Cobra Kai, and I'm okay. loving it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fun. It is. It's such a because Brian, my husband, he was big on like the Karate Kid and that kind of thing. And I mean, I watched it, but I wasn't really, you know, that crazy about it. I don't even know if I watched two or three, but just the level of '80s memorabilia on there. I mean, there's. I want to hang out with Johnny so bad. I mean, he was such an ass. He was such an asshole. But I'm like, this dude is so damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's been Cobra Kai and... Did you finish Cobra Kai? I haven't, we have not finished it yet because um, if it was up to me, I'd already been finished. But mm. the kids have been watching. And of course, and the kids are in karate too. As a matter of fact, just my kids are getting promoted to their yellow belts tomorrow. Yay for them nice. on both of them. So I'm like, oh my God, now they can fight each other. That's not cool. But um, I said, bow, bow. <laughs> no, and but believe it or not, as combative as they are, they're very respectful when it comes to that. So when they are going Good. through their, I don't even know what the hell it's called, but when they, they're practicing their, you know, their whatever, it's um, they're very respectful to each other. Nobody's trying to kick, kick each other's ass yet. So I mean, I guess this is a good thing. But, um, but yeah. a bunch of each Nissan G just <laughs> run around the house screaming a bunch of different words. And my daughter in her little gi is the cutest thing ever. It's just the cutest thing ever because she's a little toothpick and it's just got these, they look like little bell bottoms on. It's hilarious. Are they all whites? Like, yeah, they're white. Yeah, white. Yeah. I always so. remember we did like self-defense for like a few years. And I always remember the few kids that would always come in with like, you know, stains all over their knees and elbows and stuff. And <laughs> it's like, who chose white? Who thought that was a great idea? Well, the first, older, go around, like, yeah. well the first, first go around my son did, I want to say he had a black gay, but mm -hmm. um, for this particular um, dojo, they're, they're white. They can actually wear t-shirts instead of the actual coats. Oh, so they wear man. like the pant. Now my son, he, he wears the coat and the pants. 
My daughter, she do they prefers. have the do they have the, the graphic prints of the gi? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The t-shirts are just yeah. no. <laughs> but there are a lot of girls in there. So that's I think that's one thing that Claire she appreciates too. She um I think she enjoys doing that with her brother, but I think the fact that there are the girls in it too that kind of helps. So it's 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 been really interesting. <laughs> I'll have to um take a little snippet of it sometime and send it to you guys so you can see how larry is. yeah <laughs> i'm proud of him don't get me wrong but it's just crazy looking <laughs> it's always fun to watch little kids do stuff like that it's like watching little kids in a t like really little kids play a t-ball game how the ball's hit mm -hmm. and every kid runs to the ball no matter what <laughs> you know uh, I, mean, I know our kids are a little older than that but it's still fun to watch kids do but my son i mean considering the fact that um he's almost my size and he's 11 um him doing his snap kicks and whatnot i'm thinking this dude's gonna get a lot bigger and he's gonna probably get a lot more dangerous. I'm like, yeah. Watch out. That's right. <laughs> All you gotta do is you gotta catch that angle. But he knows. And then you just whoop. He knows mama can bring him down to down back down. Always. So he's aware very aware of that. Don't matter how tough you get. That's right. That's right. But for the most <laughs> part, that's that that's, dark saber. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but for the most part, I mean that's that's what we're kinda, you know, living right now. I mean, other okay. than, you know, Book of Boba Fett, but Yeah. <laughs> I started watching um, season four of Ozarks this week. Holy fucking shit. I forgot how good that show is. Oh my gosh. I haven't gotten I down it. Be careful. There's not, look, look, I, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's not many shows that you can like genuinely be like on the edge of your seat. Like, ho holy shit, what's going to happen? What's going to happen next? Like, oh my gosh, this show does that for me where I'm, I'm legitimately scared for this character. I don't know what's going to happen for this character next. Like you could be dead any second. I love that. No stake or tons of stakes in the show. So I was just going to say that about Cobra Kai, but when you bring up Ozarks, that show rides the line perfectly between like a confusing drama to where you're not sure how you want to feel. Like your, your, your brain is honestly confused with like the rest of your body. Cause you knew you want to be scared or you want to be worried for this character. But at the same time, like, you know, they're not going to do something super stupid. <laughs> they're they're going to save it to like to the end of the part one, or they're going to save it for the finale, which I mean, this will be the series finale, but I mean, same thing for like Cobra Kai. They ride mm -hmm. that line of like teenage drama to a point to where you're like, it's corny. It is super, super duper corny, but I'm going to sit here and watch the whole entire thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I love the fact that with Cobra Kai, it's like they're bringing the original characters back to see how oh, they've yeah. aged and to know that I'm like, Okay, I'm like, you're a little bit older than I am, but I totally feel where you're coming from. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I think I read somewhere that they're having, they got a season five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. So I'm like, and I think there's even a conversation of season six. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just wonder how far they can take this out. I just hope so. it stays good. That's the thing. I yeah, so the problem is you get that far down the hole, you know, like when you have like a really good first season, you could just about like a uh, Picard prime example, a lot of uh, great first season, but they want to, <laughs> they want to turn around and give you a second and third season because they know they can't. But once but, you get about that fourth or fifth season, that's where it might get kind of. It's where a show be, go, goes from a good show to an, like an elite show or a great show mm -hmm. or really, or just like kind of like, okay, that was good while it lasted and it kind of fell out. The Flash for me, to be honest with you. It depends uh, how much filler like inside or how many filler episodes they decide right. to put in there. Right. You know, it, it doesn't, uh, does it really add to the story or is it just something like, okay, we're just going to kind of, we got so, so many I, episodes that we got to fill this in. I watched, um, I caught up on Prodigy. I put it on just because 
30 minute show, 20 minute show, uh, same time. Like when we were first started talking about that show, uh, a bunch of filler episodes or so it felt like it feels like a Star Trek show now. And I mean, it's a Star Trek cartoon for kids. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, and like, it's, it's something decent enough and they've already talked about bringing it back for a second, mm-hmm. uh, second season. Um, some shows I don't understand, but then again, Netflix cancels things on just like if they wake up feeling bad, you know, <laughs> like if we got to cut whoever's in charge of the show. The nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what was it? Was it Jupiter's legacy? Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I watched this and I'm like, I'm invested in it now. I wouldn't know what's going on. They're like, oh yeah, we canceled that. <laughs> Damn it. Are you serious? There had to be something Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop. Another one. Yep. Yeah. Another one that I thought they did a great job with. I was invested. I was interested. I'm give me season two and bam. Yeah. But uh, was it they just? Oh, they just did the Masters. So now they're going to do Masters of the Universe live action. They just like that's coming out. Live action. Live action. Have, and they have He Man already cast. Who do they? Do you have a name? I did. I'll look it up real fast. But I know that they was it. Sony had the the script and like the want to actually do this. And so after they held on to it for too long, I think that they, at the end of the day, they just didn't want to keep doing it. I guess they sold it to Netflix is what I read. And then like, they're going to start filming it this summer. Okay. I can't see you, you guys are busy looking it up. I was going to look it up. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure it out. So, <laughs> okay. I, I see a picture, but I can't find a name. Uh, Kyle Allen. Uh, not the one yeah. we're thinking of. <laughs> wow, when you when you said that, I had to do a double take. I was like, no, wait, wait, what? Me too. I was like, I <laughs> wait, read that. I was what? like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they they released that and put you know like what two weeks ago they raised the prices, and then the day after they raised their prices, no, actually the same day they raised their prices, they lost like fifty million dollars in stocks. <laughs> I mean, they make fantastic moves, but uh, they're gambling. Because sometimes when they make stupid moves, it doesn't seem to be paying off very well for them. But they, their their market is so big, I right? Mean, they're they're, kind, of, they're kind of big stack right now at the table, you know. Yeah, they can kind of push people around, do what they want to do. That they can kind of set the tone for the market. They they've been there. Like it's it doesn't matter how good anything else has gotten right now. One's gonna haven't seen Apple TV, but nothing's gonna surpass Netflix at the moment. No, I mean they've they've done their homework. They know how the like I said. A cockroach and Netflix will be the last two things. So then to the streaming wars. But we get, uh, let's see, let's see. We get a Reacher show comes out. Uh, we get a Halo trailer on CBS during the AFC Championship game. That, to be honest, oh, the trailer's really? coming out. So we're going to tell. Yeah. I mean, but even so, just, it's just, it's just video game movies just generally don't do it for me, man. But we're going to see. What about movies turn video games? That's a little different. Because you're going to get three new Star Wars games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You, I, I've seen it be done. I thought the Mortal Kombat movie was good. I mean, there, there's there's are ones out there. It's just, I don't, I, maybe it's because I'm not invested in Halo. Like, I, yeah, I liked Halo when yeah. I was in college I've for a few that, years. But... And then it just kind of fell off the map for me, you know, and just maybe it's just me. Well, I'm apparently, sure if you, had, if you loved Halo at any point in time right now, was it, um, What's the new game? What's it called? Infinite? Is it Halo Infinite? Oh, the, yeah. The, the oh, one that came out like however many my months other ago. Half, he is playing the shit out of it right I now. Got it. 
That, I mean, I'm sure I could hop shit. on it right now. And have <laughs> I mean, a good that time was, with Halo it. was his jam back in the day. <laughs> yeah, but this this new game is like a combination of like the best parts of like all of them, from what I hear. So. Oh yeah, he's loving it. He's yeah. absolutely loving it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for it. for me, you can hop on Gears of War, uh, Halo, uh, Call of Duty, any of these games. You can I can hop on I'm and have a good time. I just don't invest my time into them anymore. I love Phoenix. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Gears of War movie would be weird. Well, because it's like I never play Gears of War because that's just not the type of um, game I play. I mean, I stick to Lego games. I'm not going to lie. Um, because it's hey, like they, just, they there's fun. too many axes for me to kind of. <laughs> but I would watch Brian play Gears of War. And, man, I love that shit because it's it's like you're watching. I mean, it's just so. But then again, that's where your games were getting, you know, your. um your imagery, your video, you know, all that. It was, it was just getting better and better. It, it didn't really feel like a game, you know, you know, well, like, we had, not like your typical, you know, because you had more of the, it was more cinema, uh, cinegraphic or whatnot, but it was just more fun to watch. So yeah, I felt like I was watching the movie, especially cutscenes, man. That's when the cutscenes were going to have a lot better. Cutscenes from, for games are cool. But Dave like, Batista, I'm like, if that's not Phoenix right there, I'll kiss your ass. Yeah, no, that's right. what I want to see. <laughs> I'll tell you though, I've been debating on buying a new gaming system. I just don't game that much anymore, but it'd just be cool to have. I mean, it's, I don't know. I feel like having a gaming system is kind of like having a television. You should have one in the house if you have kids and everything. Um, so I'm thinking about a PlayStation, but I just bought my daughter a VR, and I can, I'm not gonna lie, man, that's the future of gaming. I, I've, I've only gotten on it once, but my kids would rather get on a VR, and I think I would too, any day of the week before picking up a PlayStation controller and playing a game. Like, it's just amazing. That, that Oculus here. is crazy, dude. VR it's is like... finally here. We've been waiting for years, Ross. We've been hearing about this since we were kids. You know? Dude, it's finally I, here. I, I send him out. I send him out back to go play in the yard with his VR set on. I got to take video of it for you guys yeah. because I'm going to tell you right now, it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. I If we didn't have a fence, I'm pretty sure I would get like, you know, uh, child services called on me. Yeah. I'm not telling you how many times Gage has hit doors or like walked into walls. He's yeah. like, be still. He's like, I can't. He's like this. Honestly, it's crazy because it was just a few years ago when the first Oculus came out and it was like, you could put your phone in it. And I'd mm -hmm. bought a phone and I'd gotten one and it was amazing. I could mm -hmm. like watch a basketball game from different views in the stadium, like from the sidelines. So I could sit at the mm -hmm. scores table and watch a basketball game live. And it was amazing for me. But the gaming wasn't quite on point. But I was like, well, it's got other stuff. The Netflix feature was great. It, it felt like sitting in a theater. You know, you're, you're watching a little bitty tiny screen, just this big. Mm -hmm. But they make it feel like you're sitting in a theater. It's crazy. Or if uh, you're like, I love it. the thing that got me is like when you're in this theater, because you're like the little, your little avatar. And you turn and there's like somebody right here. You're like, yeah. and it, you know, they're not there. <laughs> But you're right. like, just, just doing something I'm supposed to. <laughs> and you can like throw popcorn at them and they're like, people behind you making out. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the experience. VR is definitely here. It's it, if I ever, if I invest in another gaming system, it's probably going to be just a, a, a PlayStation VR. Cause I'm sure that that's pretty on point too. You know, just for my PS4. So many gaming systems in this house. Yeah. We've got a lot too. <laughs> I can tell you how many um, Xboxes we probably have. <laughs> I said goodbye to Xbox a while back. I just, you know, my, my dog beat on it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going Thanks back to the PlayStation here. guy. I mean, I like well, that. We do have a PS4. Huh? I said we do have a PS4. PS4, two Xboxes, Oculus, computers. Because we had to get that for the Spider-Man game. 
Yeah, but oh, we yeah. have the switches because we have the switches, and I have the sold a Switch, Switch. Nintendo yeah. system with 640 games on it. It's great. And we got kids only want to play Zelda. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not holding on to the Switch for Zelda. Sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got Brian Zelda for the Switch for Christmas, actually for his birthday. And if it was an adult or me, like it'd be a different story. <laughs> But like I'm not holding on to it when they have all the other ones because you know what happens is like I spent three hours playing one game now I want to go play another one I'm like you need a break before you have a problem because <laughs> you're going to be sitting there at like, going at like from the 14. <laughs> Try um, yeah my son needs to have a um, some some therapy because it's either the laptop or YouTube so he's got to look and see how other people playing the shit then he's like can I play the VR okay you can play that for a little bit. Can I play Xbox? Oh my God, dude, stop, stop. And then you're trying to tell me, he's like, I gotta play, I gotta play. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yep. It's the way I can't world, have man. a conversation unless it's about a game. And I'm like, nope. If you're not gonna talk to me about something else, like, we're yeah, not gonna talk. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are like, it's I mean, it's, it's just the age, you know, like for, for mine, it's just the age. At least they got, they got phones, they have tablets, they have computers, they have gaming systems. I mean, they're, they're, they're entertained. You know, like, <laughs> when, are you not your house? I mean. <laughs> yeah. When I was at your house, you both your girls were in there playing games, and like yeah. you just hear them like talking to everyone else. And yeah, uh, <laughs> after a while, like I'm like, shut up, because <laughs> I do the well, same thing here, and I'm like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> well, you've seen my house. Like, luckily, I've got like the kids' side of the house and the adult side yeah. of the house. So, like, you know, they're entertained. I don't. Yeah, hear the kids them. stay upstairs. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's get into some shows. Unless you had something else you want to bring up, any kind of news, some crazy show you watch this week, you want to talk about anything out there? I not at the moment. Watched the Marvel one shots again because they showed back up on Disney Plus. Yeah, that was a little short. They're like passion projects. I mean, you get a uh, what's his name, uh, Louis uh, Desposito, whatever one of the the big three from MCU, mm-hmm. uh, the, the real short clips, you know, there are things that like happen in between the movies or like how the agent Carter show spun off onto like its own thing. Um, anywhere between five to like 15 minutes, fun little things to watch, but it's really like watching a quick YouTube video. Yeah. I mean, I've, worth it. you know, last week we had two weeks of stuff to catch up on this week. I haven't really watched a whole lot other than, the fantastic shows we're about to talk about. Hell yeah, well, let's get to it. And as uh, Nathan so eloquently put it in the chat room, and I'm saying too, let's talk about Mandalorian Season 3 Episode 1 this week, y'all, because it was a really, really great episode of Mandalorian. Like, I loved this episode. So right off the bat, can I can I do like a little, you know? Do just... it. Yes. That's the first thing you see. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Sarah always has new toys to show off, and she's got a beautiful one there in that dark saber. Yeah. Lovely. Now, I told her I was going to go on target.com and look at it afterwards because I might not make it. I don't know. Uh, but no, like, this was a great episode this week of Book of Boba Fett. The problem was it wasn't an episode of Book of Boba Fett. Like, I know it was even named The Return of the Mandalorian, but I thought that for just like five minutes, it would have something to do. With, with Boba Fett in it, but it really didn't. It was a complete episode about Mandalorian that really had nothing to do with Boba Fett until the very, very, very end, which is okay. Cause it was still a really good episode. It just didn't make sense. The placement of this one here for me. So thoughts y'all or actually, I know neither one of y'all care. Cause both of y'all love the episode. And I, like I said, I did too. I love the episode. It's just one thing that got to me, but well, I what I love about care. the book yeah. of Boba Fett for me, I, I feel like it's, 
it's like a book. It's a book full of chapters. So if you're saying the book of Boba Fett, you know, there's, this is just one, one chapter to kind of add to it because I know a lot of people have criticized it with like the um, flashbacks, you know, all the backstory adding to it. But um, that's what I love about it because it, it was kind of like the conversation I was having with Brian anyways, because when you're thinking about Boba Fett, and I think I've said this before, I want to know what happened from the Sarlacc pit to the time that you see him show up in the Mandalorian. I want the filler between and what we're, and that's what we're getting right now. So you have all these backstories to say, okay, cause you know, cause honestly, you know, the fascination with Boba Fett, I mean, really, how much did you really know about him as a character? Now I know there's been, you know, like in the, you know, like comics, you know, that kind of thing, but you know, I'm just going off of films here. You know, it's just this one character that, everybody just flocked to but what did you really know about him so now this series actually gives it actually it flesh to me it's fleshing in the character because you know it's but i'm just loving the, and i think the fact of you see boba show up in mandalorian so now it's they're merging the two so because at some point you knew mando was going to show up again you knew Din Djarin was going to show up again um, well, they laid it on so heavy last episode, you know, all the musical <laughs> cues and yeah, like, exactly. you knew where they were going. But but with this episode here, especially the fact of, you know, with the armor and that's one thing about the armor that gets me. And even though I love this character so much, she's so black and white. And that happens to be with the sect of this particular Mandalorian. You know, it's like you take off your helmet. Oh, that's it. You're done. You know, you I don't care what you, I don't care what your reasoning is. You remove your helmet, that's it. Like she said, you know, that's the way. You removed it. You know, I'm not even gonna say you gone or nothing like that. She's like, you know what, you know what that means. And um, and so I think that's just um, a way of him to kind of, you know, especially the talking about Bo-Katan, you know, because you learn that there are different sects, sects for uh, Mandalorians, you know, they all, you know, they do take off their helmets, you know, they do this, you know, it's just like a lot of people question, you know, with Boba Fett, is he a true Mandalorian? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's just crazy. Just the, the, the way they're going and the way they're setting it up. So it's almost like they're giving Mando an out, you know, it's, but it's, that's, that's one very key thing mm-hmm. uh, that I've, that I thought instantly because the way that he, sat there hesitating on how he was going to answer the question. I mean, you knew that he was going to say yes. It's like he was just, he was mapping out which path it would take him depending Mm -hmm. on what word came out of his mouth. And it's almost like he's realizing that there is more than what he knew, but you see Mando progressing in so many different ways. I mean, you look at him with the droids, you look at him with, you know, he's starting to try to figure out the dark saber. He has, uh, hole in his heart for Grogu, uh, you know, all these different things you see him kind of like evolving. And so it felt, I use one word all the time when it comes to all these, all the things that we talk about and it's why I'm a big MCU guy and what I've wanted in my star Wars. And that is that connectivity. I want the tissue there to bind it all together. And like you said, they're calling it a book, the book of Boba Fett. There's only seven episodes, which means there's two left. Where is it going to leave us at? How are they going to 
how are they going to wrap it up? Because you know what? I don't think that they're going to wrap it up. I think but it's if you look be at it a too, continual story. You know, you're they're talking about I'm okay if they do that. I'm okay if they do that. It's like you're you're seeing Din Jarn, you're seeing him evolve, you're seeing him change. Well, Boba Fett's doing the same thing. So it's almost People just like, don't these, like it. Well, yeah, I mean, but but what did you really expect? I mean, it's like you know what you know, what did you really know of Boba Fett? I've you know said I mean? that countlessly. People are once again unhappy because they have their own image of their head. Same thing that was with Luke. You know, you have your own image in your head of what you expected things to be afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I mean, rightfully so. We had legends and everything else with all the other stories. Wiping that out meant that everything that you thought was true doesn't know, you know, no longer exists. So not everything. All black of our and white. feelings. Yeah. All of our yeah. feelings are essentially, you just got to hold on to that shit until you see what happens. <laughs> then you can form new ones, which is hard mm -hmm. for people to do. It, it's very, very hard to do. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do with it. Cause it's star Wars. It, it's going to be, you know, I, I'll give it to the end. And, and I know that I'm not going to hate it. Let's put it that way. Um, I got a list of things I wanted to go over here while we break down this episode. So let's start breaking it down. I'm going to talk about the only other than the only being a Mando show, which, like I said, I still love the show. I'm talking about the only other thing that really bothered me in this episode, and then I'm going to talk only good stuff about it. The dark saber. While it's a badass looking saber, and I love the hilt and Sarah, that one you've got is fantastic. <laughs> it does not look good on this show. The CGI really? for the blade does not look good on the show. I don't know if it's because it's a blade, like a pirate blade, and it's an actual blade shape or what. It does not look good. Any lightsaber blade I've ever seen before this in any fashion looks better than this to me. I don't know why. It's just a different shape. I, I mean, it's a, it's I a different... I disagree with you completely. <laughs> I, I, I get that. And yeah, it's, it's just totally my opinion. I just don't like the way it looks. You know, I'm just like, ah, it doesn't do it for me. You know? It there doesn't make is... me want that lightsaber. <laughs> Good. The whole entire animated show gave us the, the stark difference between the lightsaber and the dark saber. Mm -hmm. And they made it so apparent. They made the noise, the way that it looked. They made all these things apparent. And I'm telling you, bringing that thing live action held true. <laughs> you got Dave Filoni doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Nick says I'm wrong. I'll admit. Nothing is cooler in this episode except. Nothing can top him slicing the dude in half, the Clatoonian in half, right off the bat. Right out the yeah. gate, he comes in and he lays that sucker down. I mean, he can barely <laughs> pick it up, but he lays it down. So, yeah, I mean, I tell you, the, it looks the, bad. The, the fight scenes with it were cool. Like I said, and you know, maybe, like I said, it, it's just me, I, I guess, then, because I just, maybe it's just a different looking blade. It threw me off. I, I, I just, I just love the old fashioned look of the It takes a lot man. to get used to, but you watch the Clone Wars, which is why I'm. Kind of interested that you know you're not a fan of. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like I said, but that's well, the one the thing, thing I thought was really interesting. Happened. The one thing I thought, and I was like, Pretty did good. it really happen? He nicked himself. I'm like, did you really do that? But then you know what? I'm thinking, if you aren't really trained and really know how to handle this, how can that not happen to anybody um, yeah. else? <laughs> I agree. It sold me. I'm telling you, the first five minutes of this episode were that they made the episode, and it. The whole entire thing was <laughs> from there. It was just like a, a you were just riding the way down the whole entire time. Mm -hmm. He's picking up. I'm watching. Yes, I know. I'm just telling you. I just I don't know. There's something about this episode. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's me. Sorry. <laughs> 
Well, that's fine. Everybody can have their opinion. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you can be wrong. It's fine. It's perfectly fine too. Exactly. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's talk about this in one starfighter, man. How cool was that? How cool was that reveal? I heard it. I I hadn't been looking up anything on the show, so it was a total surprise for me. I, I, I heard it. I, I try my best to stay away from spoilers, but I heard it like right after episode four that his new ship was going to be an N1. Let me tell you what my complaint is with it. He's a bounty hunter. So unless they're going to shift his occupation, because he had a ship that had everything that he needed. Um, I don't get it. He's got to turn it down a little bit. <laughs> Or the oh, thing, so you can carry one person at least. And so, and that's you know what I heard too, because my mind automatically went to Grogu. Like mm-hmm. somehow they're going to weave this full back in here, which mm-hmm. by all means, you know, they can give him a little chainmail suit or whatever his yeah, deal is going to be. It's going to look badass. But my mind yeah. automatically went to Grogu in that little bubble, and everyone else that I've heard talk about it was mentioning that they're like, "Oh, we just figured he was going to stick stuff in there." I'm like, "But it's the perfect size." For him, <laughs> I, yeah, it, it, it's definitely you know you're gonna see Grogu again. I mean, I, I even think they're leaning to the point where Grogu is not even gonna go down the path of a Jedi. He's gonna go down whatever path Mando takes him. I think that they may be trying to find a way to weave Grogu and the Mandalorian to be the saviors of the Mandalorian culture. There's something that they're diving into that is deeper here that I think they could tell a massive story around. Hmm. And I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's veiled right now. Like you can't see it, but enough things are pointing that direction to where I'm really getting interested in like what they could do with the story Mm -hmm. because we know that Luke doesn't make it for, you know, for super long. So Grogu's got to go somewhere. If he doesn't die, then what are they going to do with him? Oh, he's not gonna die. I don't. I don't think. I think you. You would have an uproar if if, if he died. That'd be like oh, yeah. killing Chewbacca, man. You just. You just don't do it. You don't have mm-hmm. it. So, well, okay. So that's a. That's a. I, I like that idea too. Building the Mandalorian culture. But here's the thing: is like even in this episode, there's only three left. Like that's what they said. The, there are three of us. For the last, so maybe just of, of their mindset. Yeah. Okay. And no, no. I just the three of their sect that came off of uh, uh, Navarro. Mm-hmm. So the ones that were there, and then that, and that, um, what do they call that? Um, culvert. Yeah. The ones that they had together, only three of them were left. Okay. But there's plenty of Mandalorians left. They're scattered all over the place. Uh, oh, we're jumping all over the place here. Now all I can think about is that Terminator scene and the massive, fantastic yeah. theatrical production the, the that was Night of the a Thousand Night Tears. Of Thousand Tears. <laughs> Finally got to see it. Like, yeah, like, that was pretty cool. Because um, the last time we heard about it, I think, what was it? Got, Moth Gideon was um, saying something. He was describing too. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, it was that, very I mean, Terminator-esque. The whole... <laughs> Uh, everyone kept on saying Bo-Katan and like the Clone Wars. And I was like, I'm pretty sure like didn't – I know that it mixed between Clone Wars and Rebels, but mm-hmm. I felt like a large chunk of that was in Rebels uh, with the Darksaber and going down that path and how mm-hmm. that is why all that stuff happened to Mandalore, which take it for what you will, still seeing it was fantastic. It's sad, but fantastic. I mean, dude, those TIE Bombers looked excellent. <laughs> and there's so many of them. I mean, they were just yeah. laying waste. 
it just kind of surprised me. There was like no no defense at all for Mandalore in that. But I guess it, I you know, they just showed a quick snippet of it. I don't know any of the details. It could have been a surprise. How do you defend against I mean. that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an onslaught of Tie bombers. It's true, but th- and that's then the all case, the... and why wouldn't you just do that every time you want to take somebody out? If it was that simple. You know what I mean? Well, that's a pretty I big mean... concerted effort there. So I mean, you got to have. Yeah, a lot of... I guess they did build the Death Star. They were trying to do that just to destroy the whole planet. Yes, I mean, that I did too. And they're like, you know what? Let's make it easier. Let's shoot followers <laughs> over one ship. Well, I mean, you want all those assets. I mean, Mandalorian culture is probably the one that can stand up to you, mm-hmm. and you want all the assets of all all the best car. You know, they came in with their for the KY droids or whatever the K the K2SO one of these and then all the pro droids I mean all of those scenes are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, actually that's uh, that brings me to another point I want to bring up. I thought it was pretty cool. We were talking about the armor earlier and how uh her character. I did love that they brought up the point that he couldn't have the spear because it defeated the point of the, of having the mm-hmm. the armor altogether. They there should be nothing out there that can pierce Mandalorian it's armor a- best car. And that was cool. Oh, the little uh the whistling, yeah, whatever things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Their weapons. Oh, I thought for sure whenever he had to empty his weapons into that crate, I was like, they're focusing on the dark saber. It's not going to be in there whenever he gets back. But it was so it fun was. because Dude, he like that, took out his entire like um his spool of cable. yeah. I was like, are you serious? It's <laughs> like, oh my god, and all and like all the little whistler things. Too. I was like, oh my god, I'll take take you forever so, put that shit back. I used to have to uh, like dis- discriminately like hold like a whole bunch of stuff like in uh, while I was in the military in my pockets and like I would load them up with stuff because I hated not having the right tool when I was going out to work on something right and so it felt like me coming home from work and just pulling like everything out of my pocket <laughs> and like putting it in like the place where it needed to go I was like I know what that's like it sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. You know what else I noticed too? Just a little nitpick about Mandalorian armor is how come they wear thigh armor on the front but not on the back of their legs? I mean, no one wants cold steel against a hamstring. Uh, Stormtroopers do. They have cold plastic. They're plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought about that. And I was like, they can't shoot with a damn neither. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Mando's armor looks better than Boba Fett's armor, but both of them are very, very vulnerable armor suits. You know, Maybe they probably just, easy um, to, to move around in, but very vulnerable. Well, yeah, probably maneuverability, and plus they're probably more so have to, um, you know, front strikes versus, you know, rear. I don't know. know. He was getting a, he was getting meleeed with some laser bolts. Uh, they were that opening scene. He was just, mm-hmm. it was just bouncing all over. I him. didn't say it was right. I'm just, you know, thinking maybe yeah. that's what. They- <laughs> Although I will say, if you can stop a lightsaber with your arm gauntlet. I wouldn't complain about the armor that much. I don't have much to complain about. But you lose the spear. The spear was really cool. I I mean, Mm -hmm. I I am kind of T.O. that they got rid of the the spear. It was a weapon that clearly someone else who wanted to fight Jedi wanted to have. Mm -hmm. I mean, shit, it was cool. Yeah. So That was a whole whole chunk of Beskar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, what did he make, Grogu? A a chain link? Aren't like suit? They have like a little hat? I mean, I don't know. It has to be small. It, it, very small because it was wrapped up in the little head thing. It even had like little ears on like the Grogu's head. Yeah, yeah exactly. The way that it was wrapped was really cool. Yeah, I I heard a theory that um, what if whatever he's getting made is the thing that saves him if he is in the temple purge from Kylo? I was like, you know, like 
what if Kylo comes up and like tries to kill Grogu and like his little chainmail vest or whatever he's wearing. I think up, it like, might be maybe him. like a little something he could put here, you know, kind of like a little yeah. chest piece, maybe. Hmm. Interesting. Where are you close? Yeah. We'll see. I'm sure. It can't um, be a weapon because if he's trying to be a Jedi, you know, it's got to be defensive. It can't be offensive. It's true. And I'm sure it's, by now it's not like, and it's not like a little lightsaber hilt. So <laughs> I want to see Grogu's lightsaber. It's going to be awesome. I know it will be. Uh, I'm trying to think anything else about this episode. I wanted to point out. I mean, you know, we got to see the mechanic again. What's her name? Um, she's a nice reoccurring character. I like him having kind of oh, home yeah. to go back um, to. That's pretty cool. When are we going to see Cal Kestis? I don't think you're going to. I think you just saw a BD droid. But that's the thing about it. It's like when you saw, um, I don't know, I've, I've always had like, because Brian played Fallen Order, that kind of thing. Because when you when Cal first found his little BD, wouldn't you? It was had a, like the little bum mm, leg. Little so I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, no, it they, would be cool to see fan, it, They did a fantastic job showing off. I mean, first off, Easter eggs galore. <laughs> this whole episode was just chocked full of, I mean, what I'm telling you, I was sitting there watching it the first time and I, the whole, like I was like pausing and I'm like, okay, where did that come from? Okay. I got it. Move on to the next thing. So I'm sitting there trying to like cycle through all like that. Yeah. Um, but the BD, the BD droid did the, Oh, when he asked him where the part goes and like, he showed him like the, the 3d mm-hmm. like rendering that's like from the video game like that whole entire thing is like well here i can show you how that works um i don't think you're gonna get cow i mean it's just me but then again they're coming out with the second game and if they're gonna use the same person maybe they'll tie those strings together well because fallen order happened after avenge the sith correct mm-hmm. and i think Cal was around 17 so if you think if you fast forward now, so I mean, dude that was playing, or you know that they had, I can't remember the actor's name, um, but I mean, yeah, that, I don't remember that age would fit. I'm not the, saying it's not a perfect storm, <laughs> but well, even until when they do um, even the Mandalorian when they put um, Grogu on that stone, because I think wasn't one of the things that um, Cal was able to do was like read the. Like um, oh, artifacts uh, force, or something, yeah. you know what I'm talking echoes. about? Four seconds. Yeah, because that was a big thing too. Is like, was a possibility? Would you possibly see him? You know, could he be the um, Jedi? So, yeah, it'd be interesting. It it's opening up a whole new uh, group of characters. That, that's that's hell. Cool. Just, let let Wars, just, just let it fly. Just let it go. <laughs> hey, bring it all. Stuff. I'm telling you, I am down for let it all connect. Let connect it all. Connect. It all. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I'm look, the only thing that struck me a little sideways was hearing Mando say wizard. That was like and it wasn't it wasn't bad. It's just like I'm like, oh But I had to go back that and was, look at where that was from though. Oh, I knew exactly where it was from. I just didn't want to picture it again in my head. And so <laughs> when he said wizard, and I'm like, ah, you know, I'm gonna take it because they just straight up rat rotted an in one starfighter. So I, I what they did with that thing was atrocious. But I'm I, I like it. <laughs> I mean so you, they destroyed like the the chromed out look, the or you talk, you're not talking about the paint job, you're talking about that little 
the the headers and stuff they put on the top of it to make it look like a muscle car. <laughs> so, yeah, so they put exactly. That's what I was like. He it. has a muscle car now because it was yeah. like as soon, <laughs> as soon as she wheeled that thing in, I'm like, they're gonna put a they're gonna put a, a filter on this bad boy. It's gonna be sitting right on top, and they sure <laughs> as hell did. And but I don't think that the only thing that bothers me is that being like a car guy, my my beef is is that like they they married all of these different types like import and muscle and and you know like mm-hmm. a show car and they turned it into a rat rod looking sleeper and like all they, they put all these things together and so when he spun it up the sound of it was such a hodgepodge of noises that it, it was it was cool how they did it because at first everything felt so distinctive and then mm-hmm. as it like kept on going together it was like finally like the whole thing was like oscillating and then finally made like a noise together when he started to fly it and that was really cool for me because that would make sense when you first start something it takes a minute for it to they call it harmonize or symbiote you know uh, get that sim- idle going on pretty much yeah for everything to time up perfectly and i mean assuming you don't blow it up Dude, i was, I was half so expecting for it like a like, <laughs> yeah, like to blow up yeah. <laughs> but i mean when that thing took to the air Oh yeah, it'd be fun to fly. Yeah, I always say I'd like to fly a Tie Fighter, but that'd be a fun one to fly too. Dude, when he was spinning that sucker, just like end over, or well, I guess tip to tip. Uh, yeah. Watching all of the like watching the planet in the background, the stars in the background, watching all of it was perfect. I mean, it was such a shot. Uh, oh, you know what? I, I actually, you know, I thought I, Nathan says in the chat, do you yeah, know the Jawas got Mando was the same part Han used to stop the trash compactor in New Hope? Mm-hmm. When I saw it, I recognized it and I was like, where have I seen that before? But Brian I was like, did the Wars. same thing. I've, he was I've like, isn't that the same? Yeah, he's like, isn't that the same part? I'm like, <laughs> that is really, really Which, cool. I, my mind automatically thought they're putting trash on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought that was pretty cool how they did that with the Jawas, you know, with the mechanic speaking Jawas, you state one, and they could find anything. I was like, that's pretty cool. How the hell do you date a Jawa? What she said. I mean, everybody has their thing. She said they're furry. You know? How are you getting that hairball, girl? How are you getting that hairball? Take it back to the 70s right now. So, well, All right. Well, uh, is there anything else about this one? We got, what, two oh, Amy episodes Amy Sedaris, left. that's her name. I yeah. Know I that down. Yeah. Amy Sedaris, that's her uh, the actress's name. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm digging this show to the point. You know, it, it it's fun. It's not it's not better than Mandalorian. You know, it, it, there's something to be said that the best episode that I've heard anybody so far say this episode's the best episode of Book of Boba Fett is a complete Mandalorian episode. That's a problem. Now, can, can it was still a good episode, but good. I a lot of people just aren't happy with the story they're getting from Boba Fett, like I said before, because they have the built-up image in their head. I mean, until you can get past that, I mean, like, look, we don't know Jack. They're telling, they're they're giving us, like, he just got a ship back, you know, like, last week we kind of touched on it, and then you had a roll, but I don't understand. You gotta let things, like, evolve, and I mean, a lot of people are really on that. If the first few episodes don't get me, then, like, I don't want to watch the whole entire right. series. And I can I can get that, but at the same time, it's gonna take you away from now, Mandalorian, and then, this. I'm assuming they're gonna roll all of these shows together. You know, at some point, we have to have Ahsoka meet Luke. Are they gonna have a Boba DC crossover meet, show? I mean, just... Season, everybody takes a break. Something, yeah. Come back for a big crossover. 
Well, maybe that's what they made Mandalorian. Nobody knew about him. He was totally completely new character. I mean, you had an idea of what a Mandalorian was, Hmm. but this kind of took it to a whole new level. But now with both, that's how they got away with it. Yeah, and and that's probably the reason why, because a lot of people, like you said, they have this Mm -hmm. set, you know, image, but really there's not if you think about it you're right you're absolutely right i mean it, it, it's everybody's expectations not being met and that's why they're not liking it and and i'm i'm liking book of boba fett it's just not as good as mandalorian for me like i said it, it, this for me was the best episode of this series so far and it was a totally mandalorian episode and that's a problem for the show but you so didn't go said. into mandalorian with any expectations. You expectations. answers right off the bat. Exactly. You didn't right. need to know how he got out of his heart like pit. You didn't You're need exactly to know right. any of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yep. oh, American on the gratification. That's right. <laughs> and you know, you, you're talking about the Ross, like That's people who will watch like three episodes of a show and not watch, not get a chance. If it's a seven episode show and it's the first season I'm into it, I'm watching the whole thing all the way through. It doesn't matter. If it's like I'm three up three seasons behind and there's 23 episodes a season. I'm watching the first like four or five episodes. And if I'm not into it, I'm not investing the rest of the time and the rest of the seasons. But this is different for, for me, at least, yeah. you know, I tell people all the time, like with parks and rec, I'm like, look, the first season is very slow and not fantastic, but like watch the, the rest of the show because it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of comedy start out that way. They got to get their footing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anything else? Man, I'm, I keep wanting to say Mandalorian. Uh, Book of Boba Fett episodes. See how it wraps um, up. I mean, it was interesting. They went through the Baker's Canyon, all that stuff. I didn't really need all that, and they they kind of went right back through the whole like pod racing scene. I yeah. liked the fact that the, I liked actually, ironically, I liked that anyone had like a nitrous button on it. So he, just, <laughs> he blew right through those X wings. Um, I find it very interesting that. Mando keeps turning payment away. And like for Boba Fett, I get, but like for the bounty at the very beginning, I it, think he's getting away from the bounty hunting. Which no, I mean fits. Like that's that's that and fits maybe that's why all that, of the that, other things I have in my head. Maybe that's, maybe that's why that's the shit that'll fit him now. Because honestly, does does he need that extra space? I just I space just feel like he's takes way away too from long. It. I never understood how Luke could sit in an X-Wing the whole time. Like if space travel took, you know, weeks or however long it would take you to get from place to place. But I know hyperdrive exists and I know all these other things, but at the same time, homie's got to pee at some point. And this universe hasn't told me anything about recycling any of that stuff. So I don't want to sit in the fighter. God, it's like for me driving from here to like, um, I drive like three or four hours. I was like, "Damn, my knees about to kill me!" <laughs> like, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, he, uh, that, That's the one part of Star Wars you got to kind of uh, get past. And, and and okay, this works. They yeah. just traveled for four weeks and to, to get here, and they're gonna fight immediately. You just gotta get past that. <laughs> Mandalorian was the very first thing that kind of gave us something where the dude needed to like evacuate his whatever on the first episode. Like he hasn't done it since like the, the whatever solstice. <laughs> I mean, you, you got you got to get rid of some stuff though, because who wants to? Depends on the species too. Yeah, true. That very true. Very true. Uh, Him going to see Grogu is going to be interesting. I mean, I'm interested in how they're going to weave it all together if they're going to jump back into Boba, and then we're going to get whatever he went to go do, or he's going to somehow not go see Grogu until after. Or it's I'm only interested because now that they introduced such a heavy Mandalorian episode. 
or all Mandalorian episode, whatever you want to call it, how they're going to pace their the Boba Fett show and how they're going to pace the Mandalorian show, where it's all going to fit. Because right. to me, to me, they have a clear story they're trying to tell, but it's a jigsaw puzzle, and we haven't begun to see like where everything's going to fit just yet or land. Well, the, the one thing I'm really happy about with the show is it is going in a direction that I wanted to go to. Cause like I said, I want, I wanted it to mean something and not just be a one-off show and based on the last episode and what's going on, Ross, I think you're right. They're telling one huge story. So this show is going to mean something, uh, you know, five episodes in, I got a pretty good feeling about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the future of it. it it's going to be the most interesting to see how they tie it in. You're absolutely right. Because remember we got the Ahsoka show coming up too. So all this stuff tying together is going to be really fun. We've got to be on the verge of an Obi-Wan trailer at some point. Yeah, I know. He's out there talking about it. He's out there like talking to, to outlets about, you know, like I know everyone wants it and I know Disney and Star Wars and Lucasfilm want to polish it and make it as pretty as possible. And I'm like, I don't care. Just effing give it to me. Right. Yeah. Give us a preview. That's fine. Then you got, you can, Polish mm-hmm. it up later whenever you want to, but I can see something. <laughs> give me stills, give me visuals. I don't care. I want to know something because I, I have it in my head. Oh, no, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I expect soon we'll see something. But... And I want to hear the music. So I'm going to tell you right now: Boba Fett and Mandalorian are killing it with the music. Ooh, Nathan says the end credit of Boba will be the Obi Wan trailer. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. kind of like the you know the the end credit of um, season two of Mando. I mean. You know, you got yeah. that trailer for Bubba Fett. So. Is it going to say a long time ago on the same planet? <laughs> <laughs> Not so long ago on the same planet. Um, all right, cool. Well, dude, I'm, I'm ready to see the last uh, have the show up. We got two more weeks of it, and then we're going to uh, move on to whatever the next show we pick out is going to be. We haven't done a retrospective on a movie in a long time. We need to pick a series of movies and do a retro on those. It'll be fun. But, I told you. I told you when I... You asked me to come on the show. Things were just going to pick up, and we were just going to be sitting there full of content. There's always content now. Yeah, that's true. It looked like for a little while there was going to be a little bit of law, but it, it's definitely uh, picked up. Um, speaking of movies, did watch Eternals this week. We've all completed it, right? This one's interesting. I actually watched it a few hours ago, so this one's fresh in my mind. I have some thoughts about it. So It's, <laughs> it's going to get a rewatch from me because it wasn't – it wasn't. It wasn't a terrible movie. Uh, it's definitely not in my top tier of Marvel movies. Had a fact, different flavor, it, didn't it? It definitely had a different. It didn't even really feel like a Marvel movie. It <laughs> felt like a a movie of people who'd seen the Marvel movies. <laughs> to, to be truly honest with you, like the stuff they talked about, I was like, yeah, I've seen that movie. Uh, that being said, it was it was a good movie. Um, it really kind of had a hard time catching my interest until the third act, and even that wasn't fantastic. But I could see where, you know, beef this story up a little bit and, and give me some more about these characters. And, and there's some, some a group of people that I could really enjoy. I'm interested to see how they tie into uh, the phase four, I guess we're in now. And this movie did time jumps, which always bothered me because it's hard for me to keep up with time jumps. Because if you miss it, if you miss that little thing where it says, you know, so many years ago, you're lost and you don't realize it's that long ago. So unless you're smarter than me, which a lot of people are, but oh, <laughs> yeah, all, all in all, man, um, it's a Marvel movie. It was good. It's going to get a second rewatch because I feel like with this, with this, with a rewatch, I could get a, get a little more out of it. It's a long movie, um, 
but I would never tell anybody not to watch it. It's just not something that I'm going to go rave to my friends about that. I, I saw Eternals. Got to check it out. Type deal. Some of the power sets kind of bothered me. Like at some point in time, I guess, uh, what's his name? Um, Zeke, Icarus. The, Icarus. The, the, the basically the Homelander of this uh, Superman movie. <laughs> yeah. His little eye beams seemed to work like they could fuck anything up at some times. And then other times it was like they just were like a spitting in somebody's face. And I was like, that's not really, they don't do a good job of like consistently showing this power set working well. But you get that all the time. Flash is not fast enough. Superman's not strong enough. I mean, you, you get that kind of stuff all the time. So I don't know, man. All, all in all, not a bad movie. Ross, you said, yeah, I know you're going to do a rewatch on it, which means I think you probably not only feel the same way, but you feel at least good enough where it's going to get a second viewing. I Ross. don't remember all the characters' names. I don't know. I, I just saw it and I don't remember the character names. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. so when I watched it the first time, like I said, I watched it like the day or the day after it came out. I put up on one of the monitors. I'm doing work and I'm listening to it. But at the same time, I, I definitely, I definitely wasn't in that point where I could really like soak all that information in. Cause they're trying to throw quite a bit at you. There's just something that, <laughs> just something, <laughs> something about all of that information and something that you have no background in. And, the want to learn it has to be there. And when they try to come in with so much right out the gate, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. And I mean, if you do that to your audience, they're, you're going to lose them. I mean, like it, it happens every single time. Like if you try to tell like a super complex story, I mean, fuck, if you use big words nowadays, you lose people. So at the end of the day, you have all these characters, you have a pretty simple plot. But you have a lot of moving parts. And with all of those moving parts, I'm sitting there trying to, like, I don't know who I like and who I don't like. I don't know who I should be rooting for. And at the very end, I'm like, really? <laughs> Thank you. That, that's, you did that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's when I was like, they did it. I'm going to let that sit for a minute before I come back to that. Yeah. I felt well, like there was a lot that was thrown at you, but it was mm-hmm. thrown at you. It was so slow. You know, it was just because the pace of this movie, I mean, I guess once you got to the third act, it kind of picked up, but everything else was just like, I'm like, just because I saw it in the theater when it came out, the weekend it came out. So, and I have, we did start a rewatch, but I don't think we finished it because the kids wanted to watch it. But then of course, you know, they're little goldfish and it's like, you know, they're mm-hmm. gone. But it was, um, I don't know, it was just, I had such anticipation for this, you know, high expectations for it. Cause I was like, Oh, this is going to be cool. And I'm like, what in the hell? Nathan, Nathan on, says we're not selling him on it, but I, I'm not going to lie. Nathan, I know you, this is one you could miss and you, you'd be, you, yes, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I think that if you miss this movie and then they bring Eternals into uh, the Marvel cinematic universe, you're gonna you're gonna be okay. It's not you would get more from this movie if they brought them in in a very big way out of nowhere and then they came back and like, okay, here's an origin story. Because then at least you would have like have interest. Yeah. Like they, they That's one of those things. Throw them in there and then come back and show the backstory. Mm-hmm. But you gotta be careful with that because that's you know, they they've done that with some characters and they've gotten flack for it, you know. Uh, I mean look mm-hmm. Scarlet uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, yeah, you're right. Hawkeye, um every 
body in the Justice League. I mean, sometimes when they when they do that, they get flack for it. So it's also one of those things they're never going to please anybody. You know, like like you, you got to pick what what's going to be please the most people. Or actually, they should pick what they want to do, and then people just be damned with it. You either like it or you don't. Um, but they're not going to. They're going to pick what they think. I mean, I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not one of the fellas, so I'm trying to sell it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. It's just it's, and like I said, it's like I told you about. It's got a totally different flavor of all the other Marvel movies. That's what you're used to. The pacing's a lot different. I mean, you do have, you know, it does it kicks it up a notch sometimes, but then there's like a lot of, you know, it's more <laughs> emotional, shall we say? <laughs> well, so. th this movie had one point and one point only for the Marvel cinematic universe. And that was to introduce and really flesh out celestials. Mm -hmm. That that's, that was the point of this movie was because guess what? They're coming back. You yeah. know, like, like we're, we're going to see it again. Now you have some background knowledge of it. Uh, I mean, for me, when this movie, the one thing I wanted answered, uh, you know, you, I try to go into a movie with one question that I've got to have answered for. It, and this one was, why the hell, why everybody says, were these guys not there during the Infinity Saga? Mm -hmm. And of course, at the beginning of the movie, they give it kind of a nonchalant answer. And it's just that kind of bullshit. I was like, ah, I don't like this. But then the movie actually ends up being about the reason that they did, weren't involved in the Infinity Saga. So it made up for it a little bit for him because I mean the whole reason that the the whole third act of the movie even happens is because they they have been not been doing anything and well to a certain extent so mm -hmm. I, it made up for it a little bit for me because at first I was really really upset I was that's a really weak ass excuse and I hope that that's not all they go with and then they kind of turn the tables when they the the plot of the movie shifts slightly. So, well, I, I will go ahead and say I, this right now: I did not like Cersei. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> It was muted. I mean, her her whole performance felt muted. I mean, it's just I I just did not buy her as the character they tried to or the position they portray her to feel. I mean, I just yeah. Well, they they tried to introduce too many of these uh, Eternals at once. I think. I mean, what was it? A team of ten? Yeah, that was quite at a the few. Of them. Of the movie they tried to introduce. I, I can I can barely remember two or three of their names. I granted I've only seen the movie one time, but generally. I can remember most of the I just remember Gilgamesh. I remember Athena because, I mean, that's, you know, that's names that you hear in history. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's Icarus, honestly probably you know, why Bluetooth, I, I remember. Blue too close yeah. to the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just. I, I won't say to anyone, don't watch it because, I mean, people like it. Like, look, I like Shang-Chi. I mean, I thought it was a very fun movie. I mean, it caught a lot of heat from a lot of different people. Because, once again, it came out of left field and it used uh examples from the mcu that were already there to try to like crawl their way in mm -hmm. so i so other people put it this movie i only felt like suffered from like if i'm use the term again if like they if the eternals were truly like hive mind people if they showed why they need to be together more and like gave me more of that information they could have spent this whole entire movie um like in the first couple centuries and then jumped to the future at the very end. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, either spent like a whole nother movie trying to explain that or using other movies to try to weave them in and tell their stories and say that here's why they weren't there rather than trying to immediately bring them into current day 
because I really like, I kind of really enjoyed when they did the centuries back, like mm -hmm. where they were at and all these other, um, how they interacted with mankind throughout, like the, um, yeah. Yeah. throughout the, um, throughout the history. They could have told a whole bunch or a totally different story, but they chose to go with something else. And at the same time, I, look, I didn't hate it. I mean, I'm, I hated the Icarus scene. I thought that was absolutely stupid at the end, but yeah. Also like, how are you going to bring someone like that back after his story goes the way that it goes? Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I know that they're going to need this information. I just don't know what they're going to do with it yet. Right. And, and, you know, one thing that, that bothered me too, you know, I was talking about the, the question I want to answer about how they didn't, uh, interfere with the Infinity Saga, and, and I get that they gave you know an answer for that, and they they kind of formed the movie around solving that equation, but they didn't mention anything about how the Avengers or anybody Shield doesn't know anything about them or variants or, or was it variants? Is it what mm -hmm. were they? Yeah, deviants. Deviants. Yeah, that's what it is. Deviants. But like, like I don't think any of that happens without them knowing about it or Doctor Strange having something to do with it. Like that's the part. You that, know, that Nick kind Fury of knew about that. Don't even lie. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> they've got to know about it, and they're not doing anything about it. It's like okay, they, I, I think they this. I don't know, man. I, I think if you were going to go Eternals, it's something you should have had introduced before. But then again, I guess when you throw them into like the Infinity Saga, you're messing with that story and yeah i don't know it's weird man i don't know anything about the eternals going in and that that's part of the problem well i don't think anybody really knew a lot thing. because even the um, comic either. series I, don't, I think there was like a couple of different um, variations on it mm -hmm. so i don't yeah, think there's, don't there was really anything. a set story you know even in you know comic lore mm -hmm. i think chris balga told me he was like anybody it was either chris or uh yeah i think it might be chris he said anybody who tells you they know that they're eternals fans and they know a lot about eternals is lying to you because <laughs> there's not enough information out there to be well there was even like about. a little um vignette like right before they showed the film in the theater of you know how you know kind of like the background of the eternals and really it was like a story that was kind of all over the place there was never one set you know like origin so to speak so i mean it's it's kind of like a free-for-all right now they can kind of you know go whichever way they want to yeah. even the marketing for this movie was confusing to me and i like to feel that when i don't know what something is if it's mm -hmm. brand new if it's unknown to anyone that they do a decent job i have to go with guardians because it's the closest example in the same universe. Look what they did. Mm. Not not even with the movie, but look what they did. People were confused about Guardians. They, The marketing and everything that they brought out was enough to keep you intrigued, rightfully so, and on the positive side. When, I mean, like, I know Eternals had the downside of coming out during, like, a pandemic and a world that's all shook up and everything else. But at the same changed time, a few times too. I think uh, mm -hmm. the date. Yeah, like I. We were just getting a long time ago. I thought uh, the whole thing was just fell off, and it could have been a product of its time. But at the same time, I here's the deal: MCU blueprints way too well. Right. They map out way too far in advance. Mm -hmm. I mean, like they have stories for probably phase five and six that they are piecing together right now. Oh yeah, and and when you're this deep into it, you've got to. Yeah, you you really have to. I mean, they're they're you can't, you can't chase your tail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the universe so. is so big. 
I mean, th- this movie for me, like I said, it's not a movie that I'm going to write home about. I'm not going to go to work and tell everybody they've got to go see this movie. But it did lay out a storyline for me and characters for me well enough that, okay, put these characters into a meaningful role in a movie in the future, and I can I can enjoy these characters, and I can grow to like these characters. And once again, I'm going to give this movie a rewatch. I may like it better the second time around. And generally I do with movies that I give a rewatch. Because if I'm watching the second time, almost immediately afterwards, I liked it enough to where I felt like I might have missed some stuff. But I don't know. It did enough for me where I'm invested in these characters. The characters are left. I want to see what they do with these in the future, what this means. Because I think the the entire point of this movie was just to introduce the Celestials. You know? You said left, which is a very key word. Because, I mean, how many of the Eternals were often in this movie? I think only four of them got killed. I tried to keep count. I think only four of them. So there should be about six or seven left, depending on. And so you have Sprite, which they fixed that age thing right there. They're like, you know, she's not really a pull that out. But uh, you got to think, too. These people are old and they have seen things. (laughs) They have seen everything. That's why. That's why Fina was having issues with the, what do they call it? The, um, the disease, the myrrh, something I can't remember, something myrrh. Which she had that, that she weird. had that reboot virus. Yeah, it was really weird because they made a huge deal about it, like in the second act of the movie, and then it doesn't really come into play at all, really, throughout the rest of the movie. And I was like, well, I thought that was going to be like a big thing, like at the end, like right when they were about to win, she was going to turn, and all of a sudden, but no, it just didn't really come back at all. I was like, okay, yeah. well. so all I can say is that with the characters that they have left i hope that they do something really well with them i hope that they come back like <laughs> i find it hard to believe because they existed for such a long period of time and i hope that for the next little bit of time they come back super badass mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they do that without it feeling very shoehorned and out of place but we give it a shot yeah i'm trying to think i know that i fast forward for the mid credit scene and the end the end credit scene but I'm not going to lie, I don't really remember what either of them were about. Uh, I remember the one of the mid the mid credit scene was her mortal boyfriend opening up some drawer, but I can't even remember what he opened up and saw. Oh yeah, Black Knight. Are you talking about the one where he gets, where he found a sword? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. a sword at the end. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. So, you're so yeah, I do remember introduced. now. Yeah. And then I don't remember the lat what the uh, the end credit scene was, which is sad because I just saw this movie. But I know I was relying you, on you, man. Well, I mean, that just goes to show you that it was it just didn't catch my attention that much. Like I, they're in the universe now. Let's see what they do with them in the future. They they've they're on my radar, but it's not going to be like oh my god, Eternals. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it's Marvel. They've got my money already, even though I had to wait until it came out free on Disney Plus to watch it. But they got my Disney Plus money. Even though it's not Marvel, it's Disney. But yeah, anyway. Star Fox. <laughs> that was the last one. Hmm? Star Fox. That was the very last oh, end credit. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because Star Fox is supposed to be what? Um, Thanos' uh, brother? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's my, right. My Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Fucking one of them got the looks. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be interested to see. And that, I guess that was kind of a, a nice little way to tie it back into the, the, the universe. So I don't know. We'll see. 
Anything else y'all want to point out about Eternals? We're not uh, going super deep into it because it's been out for months and months. We just finally caught up and all three of us have finally watched. Well, I was the last one. It's like, like <laughs> I said, it's, it. it's definitely a movie that you see it the first time. Definitely give it a rewatch because like I said, it is it is a longer movie. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that you do kind of gloss over for the first watch. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even, you know, watch, I, ha- I haven't fully seen it the second time. I haven't got down to the the last half of it. But even the first half is like, you know, I kind of pay attention a little bit more to certain scenes because, you mm-hmm. know, you, and, you know, that kind of thing. So some movies mad weary, that's what it factor. is. It's the mad weary. Sorry. I just popped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> so because, I mean, basically they go through all this stuff and then they get everything wiped. And Thena was the only one that didn't have it wiped. So that's why she had all this. It was just basically, basically fracturing her mind. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, I get that. <laughs> I had something tip my tongue. I That's my Monday through Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what it was. Either way, we'll come back. We'll, we'll, we'll mention later, I'm sure. But all right, cool. Uh, Let's... I'll say it's at the bottom of my MCU listings right now. I haven't given it another rewatch. I'll have to give it another rewatch. And then, of course, it will probably climb as time goes on and they are made more important. So. Mm-hmm. Well, what are there? There's 26 movies now, Marvel. Is it 26? Something like that. I gave up counting after 23, and they started bringing out TV shows because I didn't feel like that was fair. But at the same time, I'd have to, yeah. Well, I, I think there's somewhere in there 20, 26, 27. I'd have to say this movie's borderline rolling into the 20s. Actually, no, it's it's somewhere in the 20s. So it's, it's near the bottom of my list, too. But it can change, you know. Future information, kind of I always have to reserve the right to change my opinion. Yeah. So. Once they connect it and they make things, you know, make a little bit more sense. I, I say that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, these characters could blow to the end of time. So who knows? <laughs> right. All, right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Then we got one more show to talk about. We're not going to go super deep into it because uh, we still have to, uh, trying to convince Sarah to watch this <laughs> one. Because I, I guess uh, I totally understand with the character you got not being interested in this show. But I'll go ahead and tell you, the peacemaker you get in this television show is not the peacemaker you get in the movie. It's a much better fleshed out character. That's fun. Um, and I, what, we're five episodes in now? So I'm not sure how many this season is, but I, I'm enjoying what I've seen so far. Uh, I was trying to think, I was comparing it to something else. I, I was like, I'm enjoying, oh, I enjoyed Peacemaker more than um, My Eternals Watch. Like, because I watched the last two episodes of the Peacemaker. That, right, that doesn't help me out any. Uh, I enjoyed <laughs> it more than... I've enjoyed sometimes Peacemaker more than watching some of the Book of Boba Fett, to be truly honest with you. There's, there's moments in Book of Boba Fett where I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. Or things. But Peacemaker, it's a it's a fun watch. You know? I don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, oh, is it fun. The story is really good. Once yes, the, like, it is. With the, so, I hated Peacemaker, and I did not want to watch this show at all. I had zero interest in watching this show. I was like, they're going to make a character show about him. And there they go again, screwing me up and making me want to like not be a part of what they're creating. Mm-hmm. They, they put all of the emotion and the legwork into making Peacemaker make sense. Mm-hmm. And they do it in a way that you're like, damn, <laughs> like, this dude, hey, look, he's not very deep, but like in his own world, like he's going through some stuff. Yeah, he is. and 
he is he's hilarious john cena is i've always loved john cena and i've hated that they made peacemaker such a bitch i guess bitch is probably the wrong word it's such <laughs> a pain in the ass in suicide Douche squad bag. yeah completely and what they did with him in this show was they basically ripped that damn band-aid off really fast mm-hmm. and they're like that's not peacemaker that was who peacemaker was in that moment mm-hmm. and look i i'm a humongous fan of uh What's his name? Kinnaman? Joel Kinnaman? Yeah. Who played... Um, uh, I need, yeah, I'll, Rick Flagg. Yeah. There you go. Who played Rick Flagg? Like, I, I like him. I like the shows that he does. I'm a big fan of his. When Peacemaker killed him, I was like, oh. <laughs> yep, I, I was the same. Not, not today. Not my house. No. <laughs> and so when that happened, like, I was really torn apart over, like, ever wanting to watch anything else. Mm-hmm. But the show is fantastic. The last episode hilarious yeah loved it and i think that what they're doing with it uh I'll tell you right now he's pretty sure that they're coming out with a second season that they're going to get signed they haven't i'll watch like season of it. inked it but yeah. not only that um uh james gunn sorry he is already saying that they are in talks to make another suicide character show but they haven't revealed who it is yet this show makes um rick flag's death mean something it, it, it makes it so that way it wasn't just a throwaway thing that like you ross i was pissed off when i saw it in the movie and i was like nah that's yeah. fucked up this show makes it mean something it takes it takes the the emotionless uh peacemaker you saw in the movie and and throws a little emotion and background into him and you kind of understand why he is the way he is and this last episode, especially, it's starting to come around with I can't remember uh, Abadiah, I think is the the girl's I can't remember her name um, in the show, but oh, she's uh, yeah finally starting to see that you know this is a, a guy he, he's a person he's not that bad of a guy he's just kind of misunderstood and you know he does some fucked up things I guess but I, I'm I'm really liking the show the uh, you're right the storyline is great because there there are a couple different leads going with this story but you can see how they're all tying together. And uh, like the the, the storyline with his dad, which casting is great, characters great. Don't get me wrong; I don't like a racist bastard like his dad, but the the, the way they portray this in the show is pretty good. Vigilante, which they've basically just taken Deadpool and put him in a black and green outfit. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it is a, almost a carbon copy, but the guy who plays him does a good job. You know, the character you get to see his face in this. The guy playing Adrian Chase, he's he he does a really good job in this role, and I, I like him in this role. It's a little bit of a stretch comparing him to Deadpool, but like I'll, I, I see where you're going with Deadpool, it, dude. It's a carpet. I mean, he maybe not as lethal. They don't show that the show it off like that. But as far as like the the, the punch lines and and the comedy, the comedy not, aspect of it, right. as mouthy, Deadpool. but he is funny. Yeah, but they do they do a good job of that. Um, trying to think, this butterfly uh, thing they're doing for the show is, is pretty cool. Um, at first, I was kind of I, I didn't know where they're going with it. I think this fifth episode has really fleshed a lot of things out for me. I hate saying that a show really starts to pick up after all the way five episodes in, but if you, the fifth episode for me, at least so far, is where it's like, okay, I see where they're going. I like this. I like this. I like this. I don't have a lot of questions left. I just want to see them execute. Um, but I would highly recommend the show, Sarah. I, I think that if you well, get I don't a chance, Cobra Kai, I'll jump into it. I hear you. I hear you. I think that if you can get past the intro music. Oh, oh no. They, you got to watch the intro at least once. Oh, so you got to, you got to, it's, it's fun. My, my wife wants to, to do that. Uh, 
yeah my wife wants to do that dance routine for a dance class at, at the gym she's like i'm gonna learn that dance routine so um watching the uh james gunn and kevin smith interview was funny because everything that he was asking james gunn was exactly what i was thinking when i was watching it like it felt so awkward <laughs> but he did the same thing like i don't know i don't know if you remember the guardians of the galaxy uh video that they did with david hasselhoff you remember that that music video like you know how everything was awkward that's james gunn like oh, he yeah, wants yeah. to make you feel <laughs> you know and he, he wants to do it sometimes he wants to make your skin crawl and uh the opening look i fast forward it like i can't watch it every single time because yeah, last time i, I, now, I need yeah. i need to get through it but like watching it the first time like what the shit am i watching i thought <laughs> yeah, i was playing right now you are not It's hilarious. You got to watch it. Yeah. Maybe one of the best things that I thought was going to suck from this show. And that eagle, I swear to God, is fantastic. Fantastic. Hold on, Sarah. You're gonna, I'm not Everyone is saying good things about it. You got to watch this intro real quick. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, I'm telling you, I'll just play it in the background. You just watch it while we're talking about it. it, it it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, <laughs> You can't do it without the music. You gotta do the music. Is this gonna be our outro? <laughs> yeah. There <laughs> we go. All right. Peacemaker opening credits. Let's see. I go to this screen here. Yeah, I'll pause it. Yeah, you're right. I guess you really can't do it without the music. You're right. So Margaret, if they shut it down, they shut it down. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Share, share screen. Oh wait, no, I don't want to share screen. Let's see how long it takes to do this. Share. Yeah, I do want to share screen. Oh, this is how I do it. There we go. Talk yourself through it. <laughs> yep. All right, y'all. I'm almost there. Okay, so here we go. You got to watch this intro. Uh, share, 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 share. Share. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Can you see? I'm telling you, once you you be like, okay, I'm gonna watch this show. Here we go. You ready? Let's see. Where's the play button? There it is. Oh my God. Janet Jackson will be proud. <laughs> this is the intro for every show. <laughs> like I said, my wife wants to learn this dance routine for a class of the gym. If John Cena can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, it's a good point. The he does a good job of it. They, they did all these cuts, and they did it without, like, how many times do you have to do this without, like, a smile slipping out of the corner of your mouth? That was a perfect slide, by the way. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> right was. Right center. <laughs> Perfect slot. I don't know how many times I had to practice that. <laughs> but yeah, this is the intro to every show. I thought when I saw the first episode, I was like, they're only going to do it with the first episode. But no, it's every single show you get to watch this. It's like a sitcom. You get to so watch the intro. He actually said that he's like, my whole purpose was for them to get rid of the skip button. Like, I didn't want them to have the skip button. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think so far, Sarah? <laughs> is it anything like you expected an intro for this show to be? <laughs> well, I knew there was going to be a level of silliness to it because i mean just the character itself but mm -hmm. I, I will mean, say like, like I said, it's kind of got like the, you know like a, the guardians vibe because you know it was just that that, <laughs> 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 that eagle man he sold me he sold me right there <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you love eagle. but i mean it's kind of like the guardians but i mean i think that's just james gunn anyways because it's always you know it's I don't want to say it's quite a parody, but it's not like completely a hundred percent. There's just some kind of 
I don't know, just comic. There's this this level of for a lot of people, Taika Waititi is way too far, and James Gunn is like just enough. Yeah, exactly. I think that's I mean, a good. I, yeah, I, I, like I, I have no problem with Taika Waititi. Like I, I I enjoy, I enjoy like all the different ways that people do things, mm. as long as they're not like. Like, even if I don't enjoy it, I just shut up and walk away. Like, okay, whatever. I don't know what they were trying yeah. to do. That was weird. Well, kind of like the Eternals. But with this, I mean, like, it's a whole different. This, if I could have got this as like a Suicide Squad, I would have loved that movie a whole lot more. Like, right. I didn't, I did not, not like that movie. I just didn't like love it. Like, watching it one time, good. Moving on. I like this show better than both the Suicide Squad movies. Oh yeah, oh, like the first that. one lacked, but the first had one all the right components. Of, but if, yeah, if we get the that air cut, then my so opinion might like change on that. Out there, dude. I mean, because it opens up with that one scene on that beach, and you're just like, "What? Hmm. What is going on right now? <laughs> it's like, what is happening?" He tries to be here. too funny uh, with the. I don't know. I guess the craziness of like we're just gonna kill all these people mm-hmm. and laugh. And they have the most god awful like abilities. I'm just like, no wonder they put y'all up there. It's like TDK baby, TDK. <laughs> yeah, th- <laughs> exactly. that is a good point with this one, Ross. The the comedic points I think are 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 uh, not over the top. They're not. I mean, well, the ones that are supposed to be over the top are, and, and you know it right away, and it's okay. But it's not like bad placed comedy or bad jokes. Like it's it's really well done. I said, Sarah, I think you'd really, really like the show. I don't want to go too far into it because there's some things you don't want spoiled in it. But uh, I think you'll watch the first episode and, and you'll be like, okay, I'm going to give Peacemaker a chance because, or at least the character a chance because I was the same way you were. I didn't like him in the movie. Uh, I didn't like well, the character in the movie. I like John Cena as the as Peacemaker, but I didn't like the way they went with that character in the movie. But this definitely changes it for me. I binged right, the first three. And after binging the first three, I was like, okay, I'm fine. Like, yeah. I watched the first one and I was like, it doesn't make me hate him. I don't detest what's like, they didn't just flip the whole entire script They're What they did was they, they're doing a character study yeah. and they're trying to say like, Hey, look, he's a product of his environment and his upbringing and like everything else. And then you realize it. And then, I mean, when you see John Cena, a man that size break down and cry, it's real real quick right (laughs) yeah yeah i mean there's something about there's like testosterone like leaking out of like his his tear ducts (laughs) in like liquid form i don't know how to describe it (laughs) hey his acting skills have gotten much much better he's like the rock the rock's first few movies are kind of rough but he got a lot better john cena's acting skills have gotten much better over the last few years and uh, i would argue that john cena is a better actor than the rock only because than the rock only because I think that he has a much he has a much better grasp on certain things that The Rock didn't, and it took The Rock a lot longer to do. Okay. And I don't like I don't dislike Dwayne Johnson. I mean, I think Dwayne Johnson's awesome, but I think yeah. that uh, John Cena definitely he found a different way to be himself than The Rock did, and I like I like John Cena quite a bit. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um... Dang it. I hate whenever. See, this is why I usually write stuff down while I'm doing it. Every time I don't write it down, I forget what I was going to say. That's the way it works. Um, talked about Vigilante. You know, the team is pretty cool on this show. Um, 
I like that Peacemaker has a bunch of different helmets, and you get. To, I'm interested to see what all these have because we've only seen two now. So it'll be cool to see a bunch of different helmets. I didn't know anything about his dad and and uh, his dad being the what was it the White Dragon, so they called yeah. him. I'm oh, sure we're gonna Lord. get to see that pretty soon. The just a racist villain <laughs> is what he is. So I'm sure we're gonna get to see that soon. And then um, and they showed a suit. They showed a suit. Suit was pretty cool. Not gonna lie. And Vigilante going into jail and 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 whooping some ass is pretty cool. Hey, that I'm telling you, man, that guy who plays Vigilante is pretty cool. He uh he can kick some ass. You know, like uh I don't know if he does all his own stunts. Which I doubt, but it was pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think, dang it, I had one specific more thing I wanted to say about this, and I was hoping it was going to come to me whenever we were talking about this, but I don't think it's going to. But I, I think Sarah's going to watch it, and we're going to be talking about Peacemaker again, especially. Okay, so you feel stuff. like I need to binge like the first three episodes? Yes, because that's the way it came out. The first three came out available. Yeah. Well, baby steps, baby steps. Okay, baby steps. Yeah. But then again, if I could get through Doom Patrol, too, but I'm sure I can get through this. Yeah. Damn rails. <laughs> All right, fellas. I'll see what I'm I not, can do. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember what I was trying to say. Damn it. I know. I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain. I'm not gonna remember. It's gonna come up whenever I get as soon as we get off here, I'm sure. But I don't know. Well, is there anything else you wanted to point out about Peacemaker Ross? Because I know like I said, Sarah hadn't seen it. I want to go too super spoilers into it because she still hasn't seen it yet and got a pretty good feeling that once she starts watching it, she's gonna be hooked. <laughs> yeah. I am trying to find how many episodes that there are. Oh. And there appears to be eight episodes from what I'm seeing so far. Okay. So we got three left. So three more. I do remember what I wanted to point out. Do you notice that he picks on a member of the Justice League at least one every single episode? Mm-hmm. He's picked on Aquaman. He's picked on Superman. He's picked on Batman. Uh, I can't remember. But he, every single episode, he says something picking on a member of the Justice League. It's pretty funny. I like how they do that. Tie Dude. it together. I, I was almost gonna say that the, the joke that he was doing with Dye Beard last time, I was like, he's going too far. I'm like, no, he's not. It's actually it's hilarious. Like, just keep going. Yeah. And then yeah. when we got, did you watch the all the way to the very end? Uh, pretty sure I did. So at the very end of, at the very end of the episode, they have like the outtakes where he just keeps going even more, calling him more name or who he could have picked rather than like his dad like, he just oh, yeah. keeps going <laughs> the, dude that was so. great he went through so many names and i thought about that i was like could i do that could i just randomly say that many names that fast off the top of my head mm-hmm. and i'm nah. sure i probably could nah. but yeah that was amazing that scene i was like hey, he's doing a really really good job <laughs> crazy he's like who else could i have picked that he just starts naming people he's like, or, or any of the other thousand people in the world and he's right yep you know which is <laughs> the I, rock see- chris rock anarch <laughs> They still haven't told us why they did that yet. Or uh, maybe I just missed it. We have to figure it out, but they still haven't told us why that happened yet, which I'm interested to see because it's going to tie into the whole story. I'm sure. Well, I thought they did. Did they? they? I may have missed it. I think that the fact that they did it is going to turn into a, a, a fact of the story, but I think okay. that it, I don't think it was like, I don't think it's like on the nose is you need to believe it is, okay. you know, got uh, three episodes left, man. I'm interested to see how it wraps up. And if it comes in for a season two, I will watch it. You've got my attention because I will definitely check the show out. I don't know what character they're going to do from Suicide Squad that I would really like to care to watch. But then again, I said the same thing about Peacemaker and I like it. So give me anything. Um, who who do y'all think if they're going to pick it, do a character from, from Squad? Is it from 
either of the movies or just from two? Well, I'd assume from two, considering it was his. Okay. I mean, I would assume that it could be anyone from Suicide Squad. Because I feel like when you make something, which this show, Sarah, is the most highly reviewed show on Rotten Tomatoes in the DC universe. Oh, wow. I did read that today. So it beat out Wonder Woman. I mean, it's already at the top. Yeah, as that's long as they don't give me a show about King Shark, I'm good. What about a what's the what's the ferret's name? Weasel? Or whatever that thing is. Weasel. There you go. Weasel. I think I'd rather watch that than, than, than watch King Shark. Show, to be truly honest with you, I just did not like that character at all. So, yeah. But everybody has their opinion. So, I mean, I, chances are it's probably going to be Ratcatcher. I could, I could deal with that. I could deal with that. I could deal with, yeah, it's not going to be, I don't think it'll be a huge name. But then again, I guess John Cena's kind of a big name. I would say, did, 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 what was Idris Elba's character? Uh, not. Uh, blood, bloodshot? Bloodsport, blood, yeah, Bloodsport, Bloodsport, yeah. Bloodsport, yeah. I could see that. That'd be cool. I'd watch that show. Give me a Harley Quinn show. I'd watch that show. It's probably, uh, I guess it could be Idris Elba. I mean, his name did just finally officially get announced for the running of the next 007. Oh, well, that's kind of been out there a little bit, though. I mean, Not officially. It well, is now I mean, official it's, it's always, that yeah. he's in the running. It actually that came from one of their PR people. So That would be interesting. I would. Uh, that might get me back into watching some more Bond movies. Mm. But I'm going to tell you, James Gunn has been nut to butt making stuff. I mean, he is writing, filming, writing, filming, writing, filming, writing, filming. Uh, he has been nonstop. Stacking that money. I, he's putting it somewhere because, yeah. I, I mean, I guess he's got a building and he's just Scrooge McDuckin' the shit out of it. Hell yeah, that's what I would do. I'm going to swim and change <laughs> as I have it. So swim crypto. Copper! <laughs> Dive into it like uh, Peter Griffin does <laughs> on Family yeah. Guy. Uh, uh, well, all right, well, uh, anything else you want to say about Peacemaker? I think I'm kind of spent on it. Well, like I said, I got a few things I could say, but I'm saving it for when Sarah watches it because I know she's going to enjoy it. Or I don't know. She may watch the first three episodes and end up not liking it. Never know. And she she is fully within her rights to do that. So. Actually, we uh, got Sarah back on because I've been sitting there trying to figure out like what was going to be coming up over the next couple of weeks. At yes. some point, we got to be getting uh, uh, Discovery back. But you got my Star Trek news. And I've been... I've been craving because I did hear that they're not going to be doing Picard after season three. I'm going to completely tangent to Star Trek because at some point in the next like 35 days, Picard finally comes back on. I've been really been waiting for that. And if I know that you don't have like the massive background in all the things, Star Trek, but when Picard comes back at the beginning of March, that show is going to be, ridiculous with all the people they're bringing back into it absolutely ridiculous yeah the two two big ones well the one i knew about the other one i wasn't was quite sure about but it was q q and whoopee q and gunning so i'm like yeah well i was never really a big fan of gunning anyways but i yeah. i did remember hearing that whoopee goldberg was coming back because i think um patrick stewart actually asked her you know personally to come back yeah, but, um, got to then. Yeah. But I mean, how can you not have a story with Jean Luc without having Q? You like mon capitaine. 
dude, they are they are I like interweaved, <laughs> interweaved in the nerve ending somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got to be saying last week they have too much stuff coming out at once. Like, or oh like yeah, that's what, well, that's what I was complaining about whenever yeah. we got whenever Sarah dropped the bomb of knowledge on us. I was complaining like, because <laughs> yes, but they're 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 stacking like they're stacking their shows. Dude. You should be excited about it. We are sitting in the lull of discovery right now. They haven't even finished the season that they currently have filmed and canned, ready to play, and we are sitting in an intermission. I don't care. I want it all. Dump it all on me right now. You know how much I've waited oh, for I'm Star so Trek? cutting that clip out. <laughs> <laughs> Dump it all on me right now. I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> I'm so cutting that clip out. Uh, it's like Star Wars. I, I, I mean, it's like, you know, he's like, I want it all. I want it all. Give it to me all now. I can, I can handle it. I sat here the other day. I out. pulled up the Paramount <laughs> Plus app, and it said, you have no internet. And then I go to any other app that I have on my TV and I start watching it. But I go back to Paramount Plus and it's like, you have no internet. And I'm like, I swear to fucking God, <laughs> I'm going to strangle the people that run Paramount because they suck at everything that they do. I hate it. And you know what? Uh, isn't isn't the Super Bowl going to be on CBS? Yeah, you can stream it on Paramount. No, no, you can stream it. Uh, I don't know. Paramount and Peacock together. You can stream it on Peacock. I know that. I don't Peacock's know. Peacock's NBC in it. Yeah. yeah, that's where you get the Super Bowl this year. So I saw it the other day, and I was like, "Hmm, I may just pay for a premium subscription." All and Eminem's gonna be at the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't care about nobody else. Sweet. The Nani's you are done. Right. Forgot about Dre. That's messed up. Saw, <laughs> hey, Eminem's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had our slim shady days back in the day. I remember that. I was like, right when I started driving. Goodness gracious. And now Gage, she's talking about mom's spaghetti. I'm like, okay, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, my kid heard some some Eminem song the other day on a TikTok, and she was going nuts about this TikTok and like singing the song. And then I started doing it. She was like, "Wait, you know this song?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is from my time." Yeah. So I was like, "It wouldn't be cool if I played it but because you saw it on a TikTok or a YouTube video. It's a cool song." I was like, "This is from my time." Mm -hmm. We call this bread and butter where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I got to. I got nothing else uh, except a new puppy to take outside. She's probably uh, she's been in there with the girls though, laying down on the bed. So is that, I'm sure is that your little it. snips? Yeah, no. Well, I wanted to go snips. Um, I got uh, told no. Actually, the last one that we were going to get when it was going to be a girl, they were gonna they they were either going to let do Satine or Leia. I wanted to do Satine, or they were just going to do Duchess because I have Obi, and I was like, oh, that'd be great to have a Satine, mm -hmm. you know. Exactly. But, you know, not getting that girl. Uh, we got this can't in the sleep day, together. It's not right. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's dog life, man. You know, that, that is weird that my, my brother-in-law called me, and he's like, yeah, you can breed brothers, and you can breed sons and mothers and, like, brothers and sisters. Like, so there's, like, certain rules, but you can't breed this. And I'm like, I just I just couldn't see breeding sons and mothers and, and brothers and sisters. No, not the not, same line. No, you gotta. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's, it's, pick different you know. trees. We can't branch off. That's just right. weird. Right. Did the rules change since Meatloaf died? I mean, like, are we actually going to do that? Wait, Meatloaf's dead. Yeah, I'm Meatloaf just, died. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah. uh, but all right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up then. Let's get out of here. We'll, uh, uh, got some shows this week. Ross, where can they find you at? Uh, if they want to get a hold of you, buddy. Uh, nowhere. I keep. <laughs> 
in the house. Anonymity. <laughs> Anonymity. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So come on the show and check it out if you want to talk to Ross. Social media thing. is the scum of the world. I'm almost there too, man. To you know I, I think I got on Twitter the other day on, for the man. first time in like four days. Like I just, just Twitter's just, <laughs> I just barely get on there anymore for anything, man. When I do, I feel like I have so much catching up to do that it just gets annoying and I just don't, don't want to do it anymore. So, Sarah, where can they find you at? Well, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at My Lady Kitten. Um, you can find me on the TikTok as well. I put a few um, snow videos up of um, my pups because we did have snow last weekend. So there's that. But for the most part, that's that's about it. So, um, yeah, we'll get through this weekend, just watch some um, championship games and pretty much go on hiatus until the next season and probably just sit there and just watch the train wreck. Yeah, next season's not going to be great. Good Panthers fans. Just be ready for buckle down for the next two or three seasons to be pretty shitty. Pretty much yep. right now. Rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be in like a, we're doing a Browns rebuild over like a 20 year period. Oh, God, no shit, so. dude. Oh my God. <laughs> but hey, you want to hear about that? Uh, C3 Panthers podcast. Tuesday. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which, by the way, you can find me on every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. I am at the ba- I am the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter. Uh, you can check me out at SCS Podcast One on Twitter. Um, live 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays here. Sometimes we bump it to Saturdays, depending on you know how our uh, real world lives are going <laughs> and things are happening. Sometimes we have to cancel just depending on what's going on. But most of the time, we're here every Friday, 9 p.m. Audio drops on Mondays, and I'm actually going to download it right now. Go ahead and get it ready to schedule to publish that way. I don't forget because I've been slacking the last few weeks for getting to publish the episodes. <laughs> I'll get better about that, I promise. But the audio will drop on Mondays or Tuesdays on any podcast of your choice. Share with a friend, give us a like, write a review, all that good stuff. Come join us on the show, be in the chat room or hit me up and you can come on the show and talk about something you want to talk about. I know I've had a few fans talking about wanting to do uh, some Stargate stuff, Stargate SG1, mm-hmm. Stargate the movie. Uh, might be some stuff we get into if you got suggestions for things you want man i'm, I'm open to hear anything and we all watch just about everything or at least give everything a chance for the most part so but that being said right sarah don't we give everything a chance yes we'll <laughs> give everything a chance watch man when she gets past that sex scene in, in episode two with john cena she's like oh, all right i'm, I'm sold i'm sold like thanks I, okay no that's it no no done no no oh they're bolt-ons you'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can get through the sex ghost for um, Doom Patrol, I guess I'm good. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it was a different kind of sex scene in this one, but but yeah. You'll, you're gonna, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> you'll see what I'm talking about. We'll Thanks, see. guys. <laughs> All right. Get out of here. I'll catch y'all later. Until next week, keep at them. Bye, guys. <laughs> later. I should have